Are you ready for friends that you can say anything to? We got you. I'm Wendy, founder of Bloom Wellness. And I'm Sin, Liberation Life Coach, and you're listening to Truth Tuesday, Liberation Through Radical Honesty. We created this space to honor the journey we call life. Join us as we explore the depths of polarity and share our first-gen experiences and personal truths. We'd also love to connect with you, so let us know what's on your mind and we'll bring it into this space. Thank you for being here with us. We are grateful for you. welcome. You're listening to Truth Tuesday. We are back today to talk about alignment and what is alignment. So I'm going to read a little bit here, but alignment, the definition of alignment is the proper positioning or state of adjustment of parts in relation to each other. Um, And Cynthia has a very specific definition of what alignment is, but we'll, we'll talk about what alignment looks like in real life with our choices and specifically what happens when we are in alignment versus when we're out of alignment and um, a lot of it has to do with listening to our inner knowing and our intuition and opening our heart up to what's true for us not for other people not letting those outside voices guide us or uh, steer us in the wrong direction because a lot of times we do that we don't want to make people upset we don't want to hurt them we don't want to make them uncomfortable. So what do we do? We make choices that are out of alignment. So mm-hmm. with all of that said, um, Cynthia, what is your definition of alignment before we get started? So for me, it sort of resulted from trying to get to a place in my life where I just felt good, where I felt like things made sense. And because of my extensive of my extensive history with my mental health, a lot of it had to do with my inner peace, my my peace of mind. Like, how can I get my my thoughts to be calm, cool, and collected? So how I don't want to worry, I don't want to panic, I don't want to be afraid. How how do I do that? And for me, what I what I realized on that journey is that a lot of it had to do with the very real and hard truth that when we are operating or moving through our lives, where what we say, what we do, and how we think is on completely different pages, that's where we experience this like tension, this friction, this conflict within ourselves. And so for me, when I think about when I'm in alignment is what I'm thinking in my mind, does it match with what I'm saying and what I'm doing and how I'm behaving and how I'm showing up? Are all of those things, you know, talking to each other? Are they all married, you know, together? And the thing is that because when we come into this world, we're born into no conditioning, but then we get conditioned by our parents, society, our family, our community, the media, and thus become, thus starts that sort of like, who am I? Where, where do I fit in all these narratives? And so in order to like reprogram yourself and remove that conditioning, a lot of it has to do with getting really quiet and matching your thoughts with your behavior and with your with your spoken word so if you decide that who you are is you are someone that is let's say you're the type of person that communication is important but maybe you yourself aren't clearly communicating or you are engaging in situations or relationships where they're not clearly communicating with you, but you're still kind of like, you're there and you're not really doing anything to improve communication. Then you have to ask yourself, like how, how valuable is communication to you? If you're not proactive, if you're not trying to improve it. And that's just like one really basic example, but that's what it means to me. I don't know if it resonates for you, Um, but 
I know that what you just said in terms of um, alignment, it, 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 it really reminds me of like harmony and balanced and sort of, um, yeah, like that, that integration that needs to happen. It, it does. I'm like, what you're saying does resonate with me, but I think the visual I give it, and I think I've told you before, it's almost like a train that's on its tracks, right? Mm -hmm. So if I'm a train on, on my tracks and I'm moving and everything is flowing and doing great, if I begin to engage in behaviors or with people or environments that are not in alignment with me, that are out of that, like we're not on the same vibration, mm -hmm. then what happens is I get derailed. Mm -hmm. So it becomes a little bit of a blockage and, um, and I've noticed it very often, like if I stay in a friendship or a relationship, or if I continue to speak to people that are disrespectful because I'm making excuses, or, you know, if I stay in spaces because I feel bad, or I don't want to make someone feel bad just because of that, it's things are in my way. But as soon as I remove myself from those situations, everything begins to move. It's almost like someone picks up the train and puts it back on the tracks. And then I'm like a high speed train like I'm just going and I'm unstoppable mm -hmm. so I know in that space I'm in alignment that that's what it kind of looks like for me and it's in different in different ways because you are saying like is what I'm thinking and saying and feeling are all these things lining up it does it is it the same thing and is it valuable how important is it right. and when you do notice when you receive this contrast, because luckily for me, I do receive a lot of contrast because different things will happen. And I'm receiving this information like, oh, check this out. Like um, the other day, for example, right? I want to be a positive person, but I also understand there is, there is a darkness in life. So I can't bypass those things. So if I'm in alignment, I'm going to feel all of my feelings authentically and process them authentically without judging myself. Mm -hmm. So I've been practicing a lot of that. And this week or this past week, um, I had a flat tire. And so when I got that flat tire, um, it's the second time I've had a flat tire in three weeks. So if you can imagine, I was really upset. I was way too upset for like for what it was. But in that moment, I had this, this, uh, this experience of why is this so overwhelming for me? And I had to really sit there and like, think about it. This is difficult for me because I am juggling a lot of things at the same time. And when you're doing everything on your own, it is difficult. Mm -hmm. So I had to give myself grace and compassion because that was out of alignment, right? I wasn't giving myself grace and compassion, even though I do that so freely for other people. Mm -hmm. I don't justify stuff. I won't sit there and give myself a break. I don't say like, well, it's because you're going through things, but I'll do that with other people. I'll justify action. So I'm like, I don't have to be harsh with myself to show myself uh, like compassion and grace. Like I don't have to. So in that moment, I had to just sit with it. This is hard. This is difficult. I'm going through a lot. It's not just the nail on the tire. It's all the other things that are happening. And mm -hmm. so when I finally get someone to help me, when I'm sitting in my car, angry at the universe, angry at God, I said, you know what? If you want me to give up, I give up. That's it. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I feel good about it, but I am still trying to control things, right? And control outcomes. So I had to be like, uh, you're not fully, you're not fully in faith and stepping into this faith that you say that you have because you're still trying to control things because that's part of the trauma, right? And in that moment, I said, I give up, I surrender, whatever is going to happen, is going to happen. I'm done. Someone comes to help me. They walk me over to the inside of the store to check my tires. And it just so happens that because it happened when it happened, my tire was still under warranty. And I got, they said they can replace it for free. It's like, I got a free tire. And in that moment, I was like, okay, thank you. And other things started happening after I let go. And I was in alignment with this faith that I say that I have. <laughs> All these other things started happening that were just like in the same day. It just gets supported, right? And so around me, I get to witness that when people are in alignment, I love what I'm doing. I'm stepping into my power and I'm manifesting this. The universe will give you opportunities and they'll give you this opportunity. Here you go. You wanted this? Here you go. You have it. What are you going to do with it now? Yeah. So we're being prepared constantly 
to to walk our path safely mm -hmm. and you have to choose every single time because when you're not in alignment you start like i said you start noticing the blockages and what does that look like that looks like not having the opportunities not being open to opportunities not being around the right people or the right environments and so everything either is moving very slowly or you feel stagnant it almost feels like i'm trying to push and i can't like i can't go around it i can't get a detour so what do i do with this and i notice it's like wait there's something in my life that's not aligned so i'm doing something that i shouldn't be doing or you know i'm staying in this friendship when i shouldn't or i'm talking to like i had told you before when i betray myself I become upset at other people. I become resentful because I'm choosing them over myself. But the last couple of weeks as I choose myself for me, then everything is just kind of moving because I'm doing it for me. And then other people start showing up because now like the train is moving and if people want to jump on, they jump on when they want to jump off, they jump off. And I still keep moving. I'm not stopping for anybody. And that's more in alignment with, with, my life, my path, my choices, my journey, the things that I say, and it's more connected. So it's like, for me, it's it's huge. The movement is huge. And so versus yeah. when I'm not, it's just stagnant, not moving. Uh, you can imagine there's a big boulder in my way or, you know, <laughs> it's like my train is teeter tottering and it's going to fall off. And uh, with all of that being said, before I finish, it's more like, um, if you and I, I feel like you and I are on the same path and we're mostly on the same like highway, you know, so we're going on this, on this journey together. And I have friends that, you know, they decide that they want to get off on the off ramp and they go off and then I won't see them for a couple of years. And, you know, I continue to travel and then some way, somehow they must have caught a plane and then they jump back on and then they start driving and then we're together again. Hmm. So people will fall out of alignment at some point and that's okay we have to respect that everyone's on their own journey and everybody's taking their own methods of transportation so we have to respect their journey but respect yours first and foremost if you want to be in alignment if you want to be here for yourself and really do what you're supposed to be doing here on earth at this time and respect yourself respect yourself enough to be like this doesn't feel good here it doesn't feel good here so I need to feel good in order to do things well. But I don't know if any of that made sense. <laughs> yeah, I did. And also, you know what, what I was thinking while you were saying all that? Like, so it, it sounds to me like you are trying to get into alignment with your higher self, with the things that are good for you. But I also wanted to emphasize that we can absolutely be in alignment with things that are not good for us if we believe that we deserve that. Like if our thought tells us, I believe to be in an abusive relationship. This is just how it is. Everyone I know has been in an abusive relationship. So your, your thought is going to match your action, which is to tolerate it. And so you're in alignment with that. You're resonating with that. So a lot of times you don't feel that conflict of like, should I leave or should I stay? Should I leave or should I stay? Because to you, that's all you know. That's your norm. It's comfortable, unfortunately, right? You're comfortable with the chaos. Um, and it isn't until you are shown differently that suddenly you're like, oh, wait, is this really what I want? And so now there's a disconnect. There's a misalignment. So now you have a new thought in your mind that tells you some you, you deserve something better. And that's when the tension happens. That's when the, 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 the seed has been planted to start the process of possibly making a different change. Course correct. Right. And so that's when you start to like gain the courage and sort of step into like a new version of yourself, the one that's going to take the action to say no to the thing that deeper inside, a much deeper part of you knows that that's not okay. And so then there's a realignment that happens. And so something like that, that's just one example, but something like that can happen um frequently throughout our journey right so let's say you go to school and you pick a major that you thought you wanted because of because based on what you knew that's what you got right it's like oh i want to go into finance because it's going to make me money and you want to be successful right and then two or three years down the road you realize that you're really unhappy that's not what you want that's not your core value 
And so now you have to make the really difficult choice of accepting the truth, which is I'm not in alignment. So what is true for me? Right. And those are big choices that a lot of people can get stuck in because they feel like, well, I'm already here. I already committed to it. I have to keep going. This is what I have to do. My parents, my family, society told me this is what I have to do. Right. Or like, let's say that, you know, you um, you eventually like get into a relationship and you get married and you start having a family and you realize that all the qualities that you look for in a partner when you first started dating that person are actually not aligned with your true self. And so you start changing, you start growing. And so then that's where the inner conflict begins. And that's when you're no longer in alignment. You were at some point, you were in alignment with that because you that's what you thought you wanted. But the more you go into that journey of self-discovery and doing that deep dive within yourself, the closer you're gonna get to your highest truth, the one that's not conditioned. And that's when you start to really sort of like fine tune, like what that is, what that looks like. And that's kind of what I hear what you're describing. It's that process of like, listen, I'm finally on the right train. I was getting on all these other trains, you know, they all got me here, but this is the right train and I know it, I feel it. I, it matches everything, right? This is who I say I am. I believe this is who I am. So my actions are going to back it up now. So I'm going to say no to this and to this. Now, if anybody is in alignment with me, you're more than welcome to hop on the train. But you're not stopping because you're finally committing to yourself. You're finally saying, this is who I am. This is my path. And I trust it. And I believe that this is where I'm supposed to be. And this is deep inner knowing. It's so deep. And there's just like no doubt, right? Your mind isn't foggy. Your thoughts are clear. And there's this just like this intrinsic sort of fire that motivates your behaviors, your actions. And you, you speak, the way you speak also is in alignment with that, right? And so it's a whole process. It's, it, it depends on how much programming and conditioning you had, you know, either as a child or, you know, as you started to grow up. Um, not all of us, you know, had the luxury of having parents where, you know, or an upbringing, upbringing where they were you know, cultivating that authentic truth within us because we didn't know, you know, I'm doing that with my children now, but that's not something we, we knew we were just trying to survive. So, so I just wanted to emphasize that, that alignment, you know, it does have a lot to do with where you're at, what you're resonating with, what your belief system is, but it's in that moment where your beliefs change that now you've got to get in alignment with that belief, that thought, that new thought that you have. And and it's a con that's that's the journey. And it's this consistent sort of trying to get into alignment with that because we're all growing and we're all evolving and we're not we're not meant to stay in in the same places. Not if we want to grow, not if we want to fulfill our purpose. So um yeah. And I'm like also that's not to say that you won't end up in those places where you've been before, because it does happen where you end up being in spaces with an old version of yourself mm -hmm. and then you're just kind of like uh, now I'm just I'm really trying to take a step back and it still hurts and it feels uncomfortable for me but I have mm -hmm. to just honor that it's giving me contrast it's always contrast my entire life is it just it's contrast all the time so it's like oh yeah. you used to be here and then sometimes we even feel like even if we're befriending someone that's like a, a reminiscent of that older version of you or another version of you, you almost get into savior mode where you're like, oh, I understand where they're coming from and you want to stay there. But truly, it's just giving you an opportunity to be like, hey, you made it out. You're okay. They mm -hmm. are on their journey and they're on whatever train they're on, whatever bus, mm -hmm. whatever method of transportation you bought yourself a one-way ticket now to this next lo destination location you have to keep going you can't stop yeah. and, wait for and they may catch up in a year or two but like i said down the road we do we do end up like meeting people again I, at least in my in my experience it's like we're going and it's like hey i'm so sorry i have to you know bid a farewell and i'm out and then I'll take off and then it'll be like two years later. It's like, hey, how are you? And then we're kind of like on the same path. We're crossing paths again. Mm -hmm. But if I don't let them go, if they don't let me go, then we don't grow. 
Right. So, and it is this higher self, yeah. so, but it's a, a constant uh, death and, and rebirth of like, I, right. I don't want to be resentful, but I have to let you go. And, and sometimes I think I've been this person too, that wants to be friends with everyone that I'm just like, oh yeah, like we can still be friends. But you know, most recently I was having a conversation with my therapist and then I was like, do I really want to be friends with this person? And then I was like, no, there's, there is no, at this time, there is no value here. There is no value. There's no, uh, there's no reciprocation of anything. So do I really benefit from this? And it sounds kind right. of selfish, but I need to step into that space now. And before I didn't want to be selfish. It was just like the worst thing to be. Right. And, yeah. And I'm like, okay, this is not good for me. I got to go. So, yeah, um, so exactly. So, <laughs> so you're also learning the kind of friendships that are out there and the kind of friendships that you want to have in your life because the people like you said earlier the people that you are surrounded by are absolutely going to reflect and impact your journey and where you're at right so you want people that around you that are gonna um contribute and add value to your life that's not to say that I don't have people in my life that that need me you know I do um but I don't have people in my life that take advantage of me I don't have people in my life that are only reaching out to me when they need something from me. I don't, I don't, I just don't that that's an old version of me. And the people that I have in my life now are people who for the most part reciprocate. And when they can't reciprocate, both parties are in full awareness of it. And there's this acknowledgement and appreciation for what the other person is doing. So it doesn't go unnoticed which I think is really important when we're giving more than you know than than equal because it's not always going to be equal um but there is sort of like this acknowledgement where it's like I can't give or help right now but I'm on my way and I know how to get there now and I know I know that it's important to reciprocate your energy right and so so all of that is really important and sometimes there's people that don't are not aware of that they don't they still don't fully understand how valuable their own energy is and so what they will do is they will treat you the way that they treat themselves which is i'm i am overextending myself and so nothing is really a priority because i'm over the place because i you know they're probably not prioritizing themselves or they're probably you know, not um, in alignment themselves. And so the moment that you realize, oh, I don't, this isn't what I want. Like, it's okay to say, I, I think I need to end this friendship or relationship or whatever without the attachment. And I think that you raised a really important key point about learning how to let go of people. It's that attachment piece. It's and sometimes it doesn't even have to be let go as in like having a conversation with them and saying, I'm breaking up with you. A lot of times it's just within yourself saying, you know what? I'm just not going to focus my energy on that. And that's one way to let go. Like, you know, like if they don't, like, let's say they don't, you know, someone to, to you, something that is important is when someone communicates to you, you know, like if you're making plans together and they change their mind, that's okay. It's okay to change your mind. What is not considerate is when you don't communicate that. And so then you're kind of making plans and you're, you know, making arrangements and, and then, so then now you're in this place where you're like, had I known that information, had I been aware of that, had you, had you communicated that to me, then I maybe would have done something differently. I'm not mad. I'm not upset, but that's kind of what I need in order for, for this to work, in order for me to not be resentful, in order for me to, to feel like we're in this together, right? And so a lot of times it's just a matter of acknowledging it and then saying, you know what? Yeah, this isn't working, so I'm going to let it go um, and just letting it go and then see what they do. And, you know, either they decide to show up because they miss your presence or they realize how much you were doing for them or how much you were I don't want to say tolerating but how how much you actually 
gave space for them to be imperfect, that they start to appreciate it. But you're not going to, you know, we're not always going to wait around, you know, to be strung along or to just be like this filler in their story. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm not like, we all bring a lot of value to people's stories. Like, I don't, I'm, I know I'm not the main character in everyone's story. They are the main character. But, you know, but I would like to be like, at least like the fun, like loving, kind, passionate, like character that isn't just a footnote. Because if that's what I am, like, that's fine. But that's a cue to me to be like, oh, okay, that's who I am in your story. I accept it. So that means that I need to step back then. Because right now I was trying to write myself in your story as like your best friend, as your life partner, as the best employee you've ever had. But to you, I'm one more person in your story and that's not who I am. So and, I'm going to exit myself out. Yeah. And then let's talk about that because, okay, so there's two parts that come up for me. It's like when I've been around people that will say something like, oh, this is very important to me, but they don't prioritize this important thing red flag and you know we shouldn't be talking about red flag but it's important it's like okay let me take note yeah okay you keep on talking about how important this is and how passionate you are about it but you're not prioritizing it okay it's like someone saying oh i want to be healthy but they keep on eating those cheetos doritos they keep on going getting fast food or you know doing all the yeah. things that are not aligned with this i want to be healthy so i mean you can't think yourself into healthy you can't you know but if you're trying to manifest something, <clears throat> there's another thing. Some people really want to manifest things and they're amazing at the pray, like praying, manifesting, meditating, they do the whole thing. And then when you watch what they do when they receive the gifts, right? Because we'll receive what we ask for mm -hmm. and they handle it. What do they do when they receive what they've been asking for? And that's also like a key sign for me where I'm watching, like, are you really about this? Is this really mm -hmm. what you want? Or do, are you really going to take care of it? Do you really appreciate it? Are you in gratitude for your blessings? Mm -hmm. And that's, that's a huge thing for me because then it's like, oh yeah, if they're not in alignment, they're probably not going to be in alignment with me. So, right. Because they're not within themselves. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, and again, like, I think this is why I have so much respect for people that at least acknowledge the truth and they're not in denial. You know, at least they own their shit. Like right. no one's asking asking for perfection. We're asking for alignment, right? So if you if you own your stuff and you come forward and you say, you know what, I don't have my shit together. I just I don't, I'm not ready to be in a relationship with you. Can we be friends? But I want to talk to you. Like that, I have respect for that rather than saying then rather than trying to convince someone that they're going to show up for you and they're going to be the thing that you need. They're just telling you what you want to hear so that, you know, you fall in love or whatever, right? That's just one example. And then three months down the line, I think there's research out there that says that like people who are not authentic, it takes them on average three months before their true colors come out. And, and at that point they can't keep up with the facade. They can't keep up because they haven't been truthful. So if they say, Oh yeah, like, you know, um, uh, I don't know, like my career is important to me, but they're not really like doing anything about it. Or if they say, yeah, my kids, you know, I, I, I love kids, but then you're watching them, how they treat maybe your kids or maybe the neighbor's kids. And you're like, oh, that doesn't really, doesn't really <laughs> match something. One is not like the other. What am I missing here? And those are the kind of things that we need to observe, right? We can't just yeah. be like, oh, well, maybe that he's just having a bad day or maybe you know, I don't know. We start making excuses, but it's like the truth is right there. It's screaming at you. And it's like, can are we paying attention? Or are we just like have the rose colored glasses on? It's like, exactly. oh my gosh, I don't want to see that. <laughs> I don't want to see not. that. But the thing is that when you face it and you call it out and you name it, that's when you can move forward. Because if you don't name it, that's when you get stuck. So if yeah. you say like, Look at this thing. Look at your shit. Just look at it. And they're like, no, I'm trying to stay positive. No, look at it. <laughs> like, take off the blindfold. <laughs> and then, and once they look at it, they go through whatever process they need to go through. Acceptance, grief, you know, self-betrayal, whatever they need to go to. 
once that gets cleared out, then sort of like the epiphanies come in and that's when the change comes through. So, so that's what I have respect for. I have respect for people who are not going to be in denial about stuff, even if it's not that great. Like at, at least we're owning it. And to me, that's what led me to my alignment was the minute that I stopped bullshitting myself. The minute that I stopped trying to color it in a different color when it is what it is. I'm like, oh, look, it's pretty in pink and purple. And it's like, you know, brown poop color. It's like, doesn't matter how much I say it, it's not gonna change what it is. It is what it is. But once I said, oh, this is poopy, you know, and it's like, oh, it smells like oh, shit. Oh, it's what? shit. That's <laughs> when I started to take action, clean my shit up, you know, and and you know where I'm going, or you know where I'm going with so, this. So yeah, yeah. So you could put a bow on shit, but it's still shit. It's still shit. Yeah. But once you acknowledge it, then that's when you were like, finally like you're connecting to reality and when you're connected to reality you're not floating on cloud nine you can take action and you can now clean the shit now you can make space for something pink and purple or whatever something shiny something that's real not something that you're just trying to like convince other people of what it is no you don't you don't you never have to convince people of the truth because they can see it again if you're in alignment you're going to, it's going to be clear as day. It's not going to be confusing. It's going to be, it's going to look, sound and feel exactly what it is. And, and I think to me, that's, that's what I have like the most respect for Like the most, like, those are the kind of people that I like to have around in my life. Again, even if, if what they currently have is shitty, if they're not trying to convince me that it's something other than what it is, you're okay in my book. Like, I may not, you know, have like a very active friendship or relationship with you, but I like you. And you know what? Yeah, we can talk. Like, we can, you know, we, we're, 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 we're vibing on the frequency of truth. And that's okay. That's okay with me. I fuck with that. that yeah. yeah, I fuck with that. What's not okay with me is when you're trying to convince me of something. Like you're, you're doing like a, what's the, the expression? Like a pony prancing show? Oh, a dog and pony show right and that's what the, i think that's what the expression i don't know tap dancing trying to be like look at this it's and i was like no amigo, this is Mensa. i can see i know what it is you know but anyway sorry about all the poop metaphors a lot of poop we are <laughs> poop is just i mean that's just a thing but like, so the second part with that is i mean uh, of course knowing someone's not in alignment with themselves so there's the number two is uh for me was the acknowledgement of having circles and there's an inner circle and then there's like this next circle where it's like people in the middle there's a couple of people in the middle that I can trust fully that are in the inner circle that I know will show up that are being authentic that receive me fully in my full expression whether I'm I'm having a crappy day or whether I'm having a spectacular day they can receive all of me yeah that's the safe space for me and there's certain expectations in those relationships, right? Because there's few of them. So I expect those people to do certain things. And at first I was feeling some kind of way about having expectations, but that's part of it. If we're in alignment and I'm, I'm down to show up for you, there is kind of some reciprocation happening there. If you fall out of alignment and or we're not alignment anymore, and now you've uh, moved, been moved out to the outer circle or maybe even further out, it's like, where do you land now? And what do we talk about now? And it's not like, oh, everyone's fired. You just, you know, you've been demoted to the, the outer circle. But, yeah. you know, it's very important if you are within that, that inner circle, you are someone that I trust and that I can express, like my full expression comes out with you. I can dance, mm -hmm. I can sing, I can be happy. I'm not dissociating. I'm not worried about, oh, I need to be careful with you because I'm walking on eggshells. <clears throat> so that's been a huge red flag for me over and over again. And sometimes I do sit back and I make excuses for people because Mike, they're going through some things. It's hard for them. And then I may stay in situations longer than, you know, than I should past the three month period. I'll be like, Oh, you know, they were really cool. They were fun. You know, in the beginning, because in the beginning there is a facade and it's just like, 
I am so cool and I do all these things and I love fitness and I love and I want to be your friend and let's hang out and I love music and all of a sudden it's like yeah wait you don't like any of that stuff you oh, really yeah. don't like anything you're like boring yeah and that's important right like I know like when my partner and I first met because he loves to work out he's just like you his health and fitness is super important I've never ever said that my fitness was important because it wouldn't be true <laughs> a lot for me because it just it's not a priority for me do I think in general fitness and health is important absolutely am I walking that walk no I'm not would I like to yeah for sure so when we first met you know I had to make it really clear to him I'm like I just want you to know like please don't expect me to do like a push-up or a sit-up or a pull-up like because it may be one day but if you have any dreams of us working out together or like making smoothies together, like maybe I'm just trying to be really honest with you. I don't want you to be disappointed. And, and that like, that's kind of how it was. I did things so differently with him. And I think that's why it works. That's why we're still together. I mean, it hasn't been easy, but I, that's part of it because we we're not willing to bullshit because we know what that gets you. That gets you the misalignment, right? So you, we have to be honest with ourselves. It's being respectful of where you're at and where am I at? It's like, yeah, I'm not there anymore. But it's like, as soon as I start feeling myself not being present with someone, and I, I keep on thinking about that over and over again, I know it's done. And it's usually around the three month mark. You know, that I'll be around someone if I hang out with them enough, then it's like, I don't really want to hang out with you. Um, all your other colors or someone's trying too hard to be smiley and happy all the time and rainbows and butterflies. I'm like, mm -hmm. this doesn't look good. Or if people get triggered very easily by you being triggered, if your triggers trigger them and it's just a cycle of triggering, um, you gotta you got to be mindful of that. Because you also want peace in your life. And if you're always having to deal with that kind of situation, um, it becomes really heavy. And I've dealt with that in situations even once, um, I want to say, last year sometime. There was, a, there was a trainer, like a personal trainer that covered for, for my coach. And he was not in the greatest space. So me stepping in, and I think I've told you a story before, but stepping in and being myself, fully being myself and being silly and like dancing and singing between sets triggered the fuck out of him. So he was just irritated, like, who, like, what the fuck is wrong with you type of type of uh, like attitude towards me. And for a second there, I was like, did I do something wrong? I was just being myself. Like, I can't sing in this space because why, like, what, what contract did I sign that I can't be myself? So he was just very bothered by it. He, you know, he made some comments and it made me feel a certain way. But in that moment, I had to like step back. I think I had a, no, I know I had a conversation with you right after it happened because you were at my place. And in that moment, I was like, I saw something different. So my perspective shifted. And he's out of alignment with himself because he can't fully step into who he is. So someone doing that and being authentic really triggers the fuck out of him because he doesn't feel free. So your freedom makes him feel like more like he's imprisoned. So when I yeah. see those things happen, I'm like, I need to be very mindful that when I get into those spaces, people are projecting onto you. Do I want to be a garbage disposal for these people and their negative feelings and thoughts? And sometimes if I feel strong enough, I can hold space for that, but not all the time. Not all no, the time. It's a lot of work. No, I'm like, I've already, I've had to sit with my own stuff. And for the people that have helped me with my stuff, thank you so much gratitude. Thank you, Cynthia. You know, right. thank you friends. If you're listening, yeah. it's been one of the ones, but I know, I know for me, like you hold your own boundaries very well. And you can say like, I can't, I can't be there for you today. This is what's going on whatever. So there is respect there and there is communication, but in being around other people that are blatantly disrespectful or that may talk or have like ill intentions or may speak poorly about you because they feel a certain way about themselves and the projections and all this stuff, you need to 
gently remove yourself from those spaces and don't make excuses for it. Like be okay with not feeling guilty. You're not abandoning those people because again, leaving those spaces, if you stay there, you're abandoning yourself. So if being in alignment is not abandoning yourself and recognizing that, yeah, you know, this person may now have uh, successfully graduated into the outer space of the circle or maybe to the outer edges of the circle. And they can be acquaintances and we can be cordial. But am I going to trust you with information? No. Am I going to share the fullness of me with you? Fuck no. You can't handle it. And I'm okay with that. But I need to be free because that's one of my core values, freedom. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and exercising and wellness and mental health. And if any of that bothers you, I can't fuck with you. You're not, you're not my people. Right. And I think that's part of it, right? It's like, when someone just being them bothers you and and it's it's a really it can be confusing sometimes it can because if what they're in alignment with like let's say someone is in alignment with themselves but and you're in alignment with yourself um but you're still not like your journeys are still kind of leading you towards different directions different vibrations yeah. Yeah. So like, for example, like, let's say, um, let's say all of a sudden you got, had like a big opportunity or something came up in your life where you had to like relocate to another part of the world. And that became your priority because you were called to do that. And that means that now you got to let go of where you've been spending your time currently. Right. Like, And that included like maybe us, either our friendship or God forbid, you know, this project or any projects that we're having going on. But I would never in a million years be like, how dare you? How dare you move forward and choose yourself, you know, at the expense of all these amazing things that we have going on together? Like, how dare you? No, because you're in alignment with yourself. And if I'm in alignment with myself, that's not going to be my reaction. That's not going to be my response. It's going to be like, hell yeah, you go, bestie. Fuck yeah. Right? The responses are going to be different. Mm-hmm. And, and so sometimes, yeah, alignment is going to take you away from people. Sometimes it is going to, you know, life can do that. But it's all in how we respond. It's all about in the grace that we extend ourselves and the other person during that process. And like how you said, like, there's times where you go back into alignment with other people in the future. A part of it is has to do with how you parted ways initially like before, because if you burned that bridge and the trust is not there, it's going to be hard to come back into alignment because that's also part of it. So am I going to be upset with you because you chose yourself and something that was serving you like to your fullest extent of your fullest truth? Or am I going to honor you? And accept that this is your journey and this is where you're headed and it has nothing to do with me and I can't take it personally. Will I feel a loss? Yeah, absolutely. But also, I'm also in my abundance, right? And so I know, I know that we're still going to be connected or whatever. I don't know why I'm using this example. I feel like something big is going to be happening to you soon. (laughs) So I don't know why that's going through. Um, But you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like this like you're saying, like the surrender and trust that there's a reason why we're in alignment with the people that we have in our lives and when we're when we're not. And you can still be in alignment with someone, even if they're not physically present, you can still be in alignment with them. Um, and so I, yeah, I just, you know, I think sometimes that can be really, like I said, really difficult to discern because you want people, like if you love someone and they're amazing and you get along and when you come together it's great like you want to share space with them sometimes you can't you know or like when our kids grow up and they become adults and they go off and they do their own thing like we don't want to manipulate them or control them to try to stay because we love them so much it's like no we have to do the painful thing and let them go and let them live their life make their own choices you know step into their own autonomy because now they're they're their own person and it's hard right? It doesn't mean that we're out of alignment. It just means they're in their own alignment. So to be in alignment is just the the inner frequency, the energy within ourselves. Like how are we responding to that? 
But yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to come up with a hypothetical where you're like leaving me behind. And I'm like another country. I was like, that <laughs> would be great. <laughs> like, no, don't leave me. The universe <laughs> is going to be like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You really think that way? Let's see. I would cry, but I would be very happy for you. Yeah, well, we never know with the way things go. We never know. But I think, you know, it's something important that you had said when you are in alignment, you do make time for the things that are important to you. And you prioritize those things. And yeah. this has been very important for me um, in, in really gaining my voice and speaking mm -hmm. up for myself and stepping into my power. So if you're out there and yeah, you want to step into your power, like, don't be afraid to use your voice. That is part of being in alignment and speaking your truth. And that doesn't mean we have to be like harsh. It doesn't mean that we have to be super blunt and, you know, hurtful. It just means if something does happen where you have someone that you love or a best friend and you need to talk mm -hmm. about something, say the difficult thing, say the mm -hmm. difficult thing. And if you are a woman or a man in a relationship and things are not vibing, say the difficult thing. Because yeah. when you speak that truth, that like putting you back into alignment might, it might help the relationship, but also just might help you be where you're supposed to be. Exactly. It'll yep. put your train back on the railroad tracks <laughs> so you yeah. can be on your way, you know, and exactly. And it starts moving really fast, guys. Like once you're in alignment, it's like you're on a yeah. fucking jet plane and it's yeah. a one way ticket, no stops. So yeah life does pick up and sometimes it slows down. So it's just being flexible. It's like, okay, I'm supposed to be here. It all serves a purpose. I'm learning yeah. things. I'm receiving contrast. Um, I'm letting go without resentment. And I just have to honor my past, whatever that looks like. And it's not against yeah. anybody. It's just, I'm here for me. Um, right. And setting these boundaries is really changing the way that I look at things because it's like, okay, you want me to be in your life under your conditions. That's not going to work for me. So I'm going to let you go. And people do come back. And that includes family members, even parents do this because I'm like, you want me here under these conditions. These conditions don't work. I'm not going to sign up on this contract. I love you, but I'll see you later. God bless you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and people do come back and they'll talk to you. And it's like, hey, I get it. You weren't available on Sunday. I'm not mad at you anymore. Right. You know, so it's, it's a lot of manipulation. We, I don't want to be manipulated. I don't want to be told what to do. I want to have choices. I want to have options. And I appreciate that about yeah. you doing that for your kids, giving them choices and options. And a lot of my friends, if you're listening, I love the way you're parenting. I love the way that you, these children are learning to be autonomous from a very young age and they're learning to use their voice so that they don't have to wait until they're 40 to figure it out. So thank you. If you're one of those parents, you're fucking amazing. You're doing the hard thing. And it's amazing because nobody taught us these things. So it yeah. is, they're going to be in alignment a lot sooner than we've been in alignment. Yeah. That's going to yeah. change the world. It's going to change yeah. the world. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And I, you know, I, I love how you said like speaking truth, right? So that is huge. And that's why I said like, are your thoughts in alignment with what you're saying? And are they in alignment with your actions? And speaking truth is sort of like that next step. So you're, so you have, you, you have your belief system and what you're thinking. And the moment that you, that you, not that you stop being afraid, because when you speak truth, sometimes you don't stop being afraid, but you do it anyway, despite the fear. You do it with your voice shaking, but you do it and you show up. That's getting yourself into alignment. You start speaking it. And when you speak it, you're right. You said this thing where like people are not going to vibrate with that. They're not going to vibe with it. And so they eventually fall out. But there's also something else, other magical that does happen when you are in alignment with other people is the more you speak your truth, the more they join you in that space, even though it's hard sometimes. And I experienced this with my partner where, because um, he's on the same journey as you and I. And for him, like in the beginning, like we both kind of acknowledged like how hard it was to speak the truth, but we witnessed it very early on in our relationship, like the magic, the power of speaking our truth, even, even though like the first six months were so rocky, they were so uncertain and they were really scary because 
we were both practicing being honest and vulnerable. We were just in this point in our lives where we're like, you know what? I, I don't want to lose you, but if it means that I can't be who I am, like it's going to be okay. And so then we, we, we kind of found ourselves like kind of taking turns, speaking our truth with this fear of like, well, if this is the thing that's going to drive you away, then so be it. But this is who I am. This is part of me. I love me this way. And I hope you accept me and love me too. But if you don't, I understand and it's okay, but I can't stay in a space where I'm not accepted. But every, so every time we came together and we spoke our truth, there was this amazing, beautiful, liberating thing that would happen where how you're saying it would like unblock the other person. And then we would move forward. And it, it would be like this gust of sort of wind that propelled them forward. And then we would be in alignment. And then there was something where we'd be out of alignment and then we're like, what's happening? Why is there tension? Why is there friction? It's because someone's not speaking truth. And so then I'd be like, okay, what's really going on? Can we be honest here? Then the truth would be spoken. And it's like, that was really hard to hear, but I needed to hear that. I needed to know that. Thank you for sharing that with me. And then there's this sort of like, again, this blockage that's removed. And, and then you're you're noticing like, neither of you are going anywhere. So for me, I've been witnessing that within my own relationship where the more you speak your truth, the more this person is magnetized towards you, towards you, the more it makes sense, the more you're choosing to be there. And so for me, that's looking back at my journey, like it all makes sense. Like it's all starting to click, like this whole alignment thing, like why it was important to say no, why it was important to, to say yes when appropriate, when I felt it, like the fuck yes, right? And why it's important to stay committed to your truth no matter how hard, even if it means losing people. Because when you're speaking your truth, the right people, you're not gonna lose. They're gonna be right there next to you. And that's where you wanna get to. You wanna get to the point where you can be yourself, all of you, not just chop yourself up into pieces and hope that you know they'll never get to see the dark side of you. Like, no, like that's validating and that's, that confirmation, that reassurance that no matter what you do, like no matter like how many dark and twisty thoughts you have or skeletons and closets or imperfections you have, they're still gonna love you and they're still gonna show up for you because they've done the work too, to understand that alignment piece. Yeah. Like with all that said, how are you feeling about wrapping up? Yeah, let's do it. Put a bow on it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Don't make, don't put a bow on your pizza. Just don't, just don't just clean it up guys. Just clean it up. Thank you so much for joining us. If, uh, if any of you have any questions or want to talk more about any of this or just have another topic idea, please throw it our way. We're more than open to talk about it. Uh, but yeah, as always, thank you for joining us. Thank you for sharing space and thank you for following us on our journey. We love you so much. And we shall talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you. Bye.